definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hello and good morning live from Shreveport, Louisiana. It is the end of the bench, and you're hearing that correct. Uh, Clint Scott with Jamie Lint. We are live from the mobile First United Bank studio. That's right. Uh, here, hanging out with you. It's been the road to Shreveport. It continues to be the road to Shreveport, but the road to Shreveport actually worked because it got us to Shreveport, where where we need to be. Some earlier than others. We all apparently have made it. We're hoping Chris Need is uh, is finishing his journey right now, and he'll be here later today. Yeah, we. Uh, the all, rest of us have arrived. I think we all. I'm assuming we all took the same road, just at different times. I don't think we said. Yeah, I know how to get there. Yes. And then took alternate routes. I I assume so, but there's there's no telling what's neater. I'm a big believer uh, in Google Maps. Yeah. I'm a big believer. It's worked. Basically every time that I've used it, okay. uh, which is great. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you it it's fun around this time of year one because it's a bowl season, and you get all these different games. Of course, it's great. Specifically, the Texas Tech is a part of it. You have a matchup with Cal tomorrow, uh, and you know what I didn't think about? You think uh, you think Sonny Cumbie will be around? I mean, we're in his neck of the woods, yeah. and I don't think that they're season went quite to the plan where they have any uh things lining up over it i wonder if uh i wonder if he'll be surely he would be there right somewhere yeah i don't know i mean obviously he's uh pretty attached to louisiana tech's football program i don't know if uh if they want him hanging out with his old team or not i don't I'm not really sure, but I'm sure he's got plenty of friends still on the coaching staff that he could say hi to, and plenty uh, of kids he probably recruited that are still left with the program. I didn't think he'd like go down and be like, "Hey, you think I can call a play just for old time's sake? <laughs> see if I see if I still got it with the uh... well. Surely he would still have it for just being a coach, yeah. you know. I don't think he's forgotten how to do it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I wonder if he would tell Coach McGuire, "Okay, there's there's some spots on the field." You know, like certain basketball courts where there's oh, spots. Yeah. You know, like, hey, about the 32 yard line. There's a water sprinkler. Don't step on that. Yeah. Don't twist an ankle there. You know, for some reason, that portion of turf at about the 15 is like half an inch shorter for some reason. And people just slip on it like they're walking out of the shower. It's insane. So just, you know, avoid that. Don't. It's that kind of inside intel that we really could use from Coach Cumbie. Yeah. Make sure you don't run over that spot and defensively, like, herd, herd the ball carriers towards it. And they'll just slip. You don't have to tackle them. Sure. Yeah. sure. Inside information. You'll take all of it. Absolutely. Um, you know, traveling over here. Jamie, um, of course, it's dark. I'm still not a hundred percent used uh, to it being just dark so early. And yesterday we had some clouds, so it hits even a little bit more. So it's not like coming in; you could appreciate some of the different landscape of East Texas and then here of West Louisiana. But I did at a certain point late in the drive. I'm like, look at how beautiful this full moon is. It's huge, it's massive, it's bright. And then I realized there was a beaver with a red cap sitting right in the middle of it. (laughs) 
so I figured out on the way that um, Josh had never been to the Beaver Place. And so we needed gas. I'm like, all right, Josh, we'll take you to the Beaver Place. Uh-huh. Okay. I've been, you know, pretty clear in my opinion that it's just a large gas station. <laughs> okay. Be careful. And uh, so Josh went in. I told him I'm going to use the restroom and you do what you need to do, Josh. Check it all out. And uh, I waited at the front for him. And um, five minutes later, he's like, all right, I'm good. I uh, saw all I needed to see. Now, I, I how was... much time did you spend there? No, I didn't stop how on the way. How much money did you spend there? I didn't stop how on the way. How many Christmas gifts did you buy? <laughs> my, I texted my wife and said, do you need anything? And she said, if you give me a Christmas gift from there, <laughs> you will be in so much trouble. You know, I have. So I'm probably going to stop on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last year. I think we had a a game uh, for high school basketball on Valentine's Day. So Macy and I were doing our Valentine's Day, uh, you know, just uh, on that weekend or whatever it lined up. And on actual Valentine's Day, I got the best, like, honk if you love trucker hats. as like, a, she did not appreciate it. So you joke, but that is right up my alley. But I uh, I was given a quest to do... Uh, a report um, on said beaver stop. Okay. And so it's probably going to happen on the way back. Okay. Because I think, I don't think, I don't think Macy's stopped there. And we, we, at, at last night when we went by it, we were in, I need to get to Shreveport. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I am on the road to Shreveport and I need to be at the end of it. I need to be at the stopping point of the road to Shreveport. <laughs> so I wouldn't think that two states that are right next to each other, you could be that far away from the next one, right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I am not, obviously I, I am not a scientist. I'm not oh, really, well, yeah, I know. I I'm aware. Thank you. Um, I'm not just the best with geography either, but for about an hour and a half of driving, I was sitting there thinking with music playing, not really listening to the music, you know, wife having conversation, not really listening. I'm just kidding. (laughs) For like an hour and a half going, how do we put Texas in a dryer and just shrink it a little bit? Is that something we can do? Can we just like peel it off the map? Just for the trip, and then we can, no. and then we can stretch it back out. No, no. you will grab a corner. I'll grab a corner. No, we like being big and bad and all that, and being better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would we? Why would we do that? Speaking of, uh... and for somebody that I don't know, maybe it's because I lived in East Texas while I was going to Texas Tech and having to make uh-huh. the drive so many times. I, it seems pretty. It, I'm just used to it a little bit more than you are. Yeah, and. And then there's also, we don't want to shrink it because I'll just be honest with you, Clint. The folks from East Texas are are different than the folks from West Texas, in my opinion. Which one's better? Which one do you love more? <laughs> if you, it's choose I, between your children. I enjoyed living both places. I enjoyed the people in both places. But I'm going to tell you, I like West Texas a lot more. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. You passed. That's good. You absolutely I think I fit passed. more in West Texas. Yeah. 
I'm pretty big. I don't really fit anywhere, but I would say I think uh, stand out and not in a good way is how I would uh, uh, is how I would put it. Hey, it is the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score. It's Clint Scott, Jamie Lent, Lucas White uh, back at the Heezy taking care of us, making sure that we are on and rolling. Uh, we will have coverage all day here live from Shreveport. We'll have the end of the bench. We'll have the bottom line. Back over on Double T 97.3, Jamie Lent and I will continue to be best friends, and we'll do Tech Talk over there. Uh, it's going to be an awesome day. It's going to be an awesome weekend. If you're out, you're about. Uh, if you're over by us, you see us, come say hi. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, when we come back. We're in the uh, courtyard by Marriott, but by the uh, on the on the river the boardwalk so come see us there's gonna be a parade tonight of floats down the river i may uh, go swim more of the end of the bench coming up next on 100.7 the score definitely not the starters you're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score happy friday it is the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Jamie Lent, Lucas White back at home base. We are live from Shreveport. It is time for what you need to know. And we'll uh, start with uh, what's going on in the airwaves tonight. And we've got a couple different high school basketball games for you. Uh, Six o'clock here on 100.7 The Score. Uh, the Lady Pirates of Lubbock Cooper will be at Monterey. That should be in outstanding basketball game terrific game one of the best matchup it's a district matchup too so it has extra meeting but one of the best matchups in our area this season and we'll get to see that matchup twice and yeah. this is the first time obviously they met in the round of eight last year correct to go to the state yeah and, and, and cooper pulled off the upset so probably a little bit of motivation for those monterey kids yeah i was gonna say may it may be more than two times you get to see yeah. this matchup because last year, what it was four, I think total. Um, they play each other they in the Dean Messer must classic, have maybe? A tournament or something. Yeah. At least thrice, at least thrice, but I think four. Couldn't think of the thrice version of force. <laughs> Farce times. Hey, the force time. <laughs> <video. laughs> uh, and then on 93.1 Texas FM. It is a girl-boy doubleheader for Liberty Cooper. The Patriots uh, will take on Childress on the girls' side, and then the uh, Patriots on the boys' side will take on Dimmitt. Dimmitt. Both Bobcats? I don't know, Clint. You're, gonna, you're the high school. Oh, oh. that's great. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you can hear that uh, tonight. And then, of course, we're here live from Shreveport. We'll be out here all day uh, all of our shows from here on out uh, will be here live from Treeport. We look at uh, what else happened last night. There was a blowout in the NFL, Jamie. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, they've been known for their scoring this year, their mm -hmm. high-powered offense and outstanding defense, I say in jest. Uh, they won 63-21 to on Thursday Night Football, just blew out the Chargers. Shocking. Two defensive touchdowns in there for the Raiders. So mm -hmm. not only was their offense clicking, apparently their defense was as well. I uh, and uh, the the Chargers without Justin Herbert just don't look very good, and they didn't look great. I was going to say, I don't. I mean, the the question was how much worse could they look, and the answer was well, apparently a lot because yeah. uh, apparently the defense also broke their hand or whatever he did and is out for the season. Uh, I loved this quote 
by the way, because of course Brandon Staley under a ton of heat, um, as he should be. He's been under it all year long. It has gone poorly. He's backlashed. Um, I mean, lashed out at the media. He's lashed out at fans about anybody questioning him. And why wouldn't you question with what's been going on over there? His quote last night was, "I know what I've done here for three years, and I know what I've put into this. I know what we're capable where we're capable of going. I know the type of coach I am. I believe in myself." Making it one person right now that believes in Brandon Staley. <laughs> why, is it a, why is it even about him? Yeah. Yeah, we don't care what you think of yourself. We care about what you think of your team. There has been. Now, granted, I'm sure there's been some very slanted questions, but it feels like every time you hear something from him, it's about himself. Yeah. Oh, well, you hate to see it. Actually, Lucas might turn us off if I keep talking about yeah. it. Do you ever <laughs> wonder what kind of a head coach you would be and how you would handle yourself in those situations? Um. I think I would just like break down and cry. You can't talk to me like that. I'm a head coach of an NFL team. You know, two coaches that I respect immensely of how good they are as coaches, but I can't stand their personalities at all are Bill Belichick and Greg Popovich. Sure. I think I would be them. (laughs) Absolutely think I would be them. I would very much be like, I don't care what you think. I I don't have time to answer your stupid questions. <laughs> I don't, you know. I know you're trying to do a feature story on some guy. I'm giving you like three word answer. I that I would be the worst. The only way we'd get you to pop off if I, if I was in there asking questions, and I started it. Uh, I have a question for Coach Mumbles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unless I just flat out decided, really, what I really want to do is I want to see how much, how long I can go coach speak on one simple <laughs> answer. And, <laughs> and we've heard it before. You yes. Can, I mean, like you can rip on it, dude. And how, like, I can take a question about, you know, who's going to play left tackle for you into um, why I think that defensive backs should be able to lo- use their hands at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> I I, I mean, just mess with the media as like an entertainment. Like, uh, yeah, Coach Lent, uh, I know that you've had some quarterback controversy this year. Like, is there any thought of maybe making a change last week? And, yeah, I thought those three field goals in the game were huge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, uh, I have a question for Coach. Have you ever thought about turning that frown upside down? <laughs> Stanley just seems like he's really bothered by all of it. Oh, man. And, like, the good, the good coaches just, you think, you look at them and you're like, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care. And you can see it bothers him. This is something that gets overlooked. And we've talked about, uh, I mean, professional athletes as a whole before. But the, the word they're professional coach, professional athlete, mm-hmm. the, the, there's a key word in there of being professional. And like, even if people are questioning, and, and this is easy, again, to your question, this is easier said than done. And it's easy for me to say right here as someone who is under I'm not under that scrutiny at all or under that pressure at all, but I'm also not getting paid like Have that. Have you seen the Yates Flowing Center chat line? Remember I told you I'll you cry? Are, <laughs> you, you get questioned every day. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. That's uh, well done. That's well all done. right. In other news, it's a kind of a poorly kept secret, but Texas Tech Athletics officially announced yesterday that it is rescheduled 
their return trip to the University of Oregon until 2033. Yeah. And then will instead travel to Washington State next year as part of the 2024 schedule. Uh, the decision to push back the game against the Ducks was made following a request from Oregon in order to preserve its annual rivalry game with Oregon State. So um, we kind of talked about that last week. We, we yeah. knew it was coming, but the Red Raiders make it official yesterday. I know there are a lot of fans that are upset about this. I am not, for one. Um, uh, Washington State, is a it, it, you would think, will be a more winnable game. Not that I didn't want to play Oregon. Uh, but I totally get that there's a lot of the fan base that wanted to go see that game in Oregon and, and will be disappointed that they're they're not playing there. I get it. Um, I just don't think it's the end of the world. You, well, and, and you get to keep the game, right? Like it's not I, – I understand like you're saying. Yeah. And I would but, be – I think I would be mad if we didn't get them coming here. Yes, we already and, got Oregon check here. Yes. And you know what's something else about that that I'm I'm incredibly interested by? It's kind of the – I don't know, maybe hidden underneath it is what 2032 when Washington State comes back here 2033 2033 excuse me no 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 that's when Oregon no what when Washington so, State you're right, Washington sorry. State what is Washington State going to be at that point in time cuz right now there's so much up in the air is that going to be something like we forgot like a decade later they're like why did we schedule Washington State this group of 5 like American <laughs> conference team I don't know what yeah. I'm what I'm hoping for is that both teams wear some sort of throwback to Mike Leach uniforms. Oh, yeah. In 2033 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you've got some Big 12 basketball tomorrow, and specifically Texas Tech uh, will be back in action over at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, taking on Vanderbilt. The Commodores are 4-5. and five. You are 7-2. and two. It'll be your second game without Devin Cambridge. Uh, Kerwin Walton looked pretty played, good in the first one. Looked pretty good in a win against Oral Roberts. We'll get plenty into that game as well. Uh, and, of course, we'll get more into uh, Independence Bowl talk as we are live here from Shreveport, Louisiana. And we'll be out here all day after us at 12 o'clock. It's Choice and Sneed. Uh, and then after that, at 3 o'clock, it's Clint and Jamie, whoever those guys are. Uh, I bet they're going to be great. <laughs> remember that scrutiny I was talking about? <laughs> Six hours deep. People might not think so. Did you bring a little whiteboard to count off every single hour just to make it through? Uh, one Mountain Dew for every hour with Clint. That's for Jamie today. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. We'll take a look at the calendar when we come back bowl game style. Keep it right here. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Welcome back to the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. You can also take us anywhere with the mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. Uh, we are live from Shreveport, but we're still streaming on Fox 34 News now and on YouTube. We're coming at you live from the Courtyard Marriott uh, here on the boardwalk. You a river guy? Like a big river guy? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was told by a little birdie okay. that there is a, a water parade, a river parade? I don't know, but there, I, there are Mardi Gras floats coming, and they are literally floating. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sticking yeah. true to the name. I'm very so, excited by that. So when Clint walked in this morning, Josh and I had everything set up, ready to go. 
Clint walked in, he had six strands of beads around his neck. Josh and I would like to know how you claimed said beads. You got to earn them. You got to earn them. Uh, You have to, uh, you know, you can't be afraid to show a little skin. You know, when it's Mardi Gras, it's Mardi Gras. And, uh, you know, you you do what you do to look this good. Um, I can't wait to throw beads tomorrow (laughs) at the alumni event. (laughs) Yes, mostly it's neat. Yes. Um, hey, it's it's the end of the bench. Of course, you usually know us uh, from twelve to three, um, but since we are the end of the bench, we are are sticking with uh, some of the things that they like to do. Okay. So I would like to take a look at the calendar today, Jamie. But I want oh, to do it in luckily a. Luckily, we didn't have to wear camo like they like to do. Don't look at my socks. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be able to see him even if you did. But um, but I would like to look at the calendar today in a little bit different way, Jamie. Okay. Your daily look at what's happening in the world of sports, birthdays, and holidays. Let's check the calendar. So really, this is uh, more of a in Texas Tech bowl history. So I believe we have a, uh, a second little sound that I'm very excited to hear, Mr. Lucas. So it's time. For a pop quiz. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Hot shot. Were you a good test taker? Uh, you could still be. I don't know how many tests you're taking these days. Maybe I, I test your patients every day. So maybe that test. I wouldn't say I was a great test taker. I always thought, regardless of the class, that uh, you should be able to move it around to take like your tests in the afternoon. And maybe some people are like, oh, it's better if you do it in the morning. So uh, I'll be honest, Jamie, mm-hmm. this is a quiz I have for you that I would fail 1,000%. Why are you cheating? What are you looking? You can't, you can't go. What are you doing? I just had. Some this reason. is not an open notes pop quiz, Jamie. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Uh, I was going to be lenient, but if would you're going you, to cheat, like to close this I would like you to close that now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, close that tab. Yeah. Just maybe just close your eyes. Just okay. uh, meditate I, while you listen. I will never close my eyes where you're, while you're in the same room with me. I'm going to throw beads at you. No telling what shenanigans. <laughs> I want something drawn on my forehead. Yeah. Uh, just like a cartoon iguana probably uh this is something i would a thousand percent fail i will be a hundred percent honest um but i i I have high hopes for you i think you'll do pretty good at it uh so we're going to start with uh question number one what okay what what are what is the topic here it's texas tech bowls okay bowl history okay are are they since i've been a red raider yes Uh uh-huh okay for the most part uh we'll start off Question number one, Jamie. After tomorrow night's game is in the books, how many bowl games will they have played in a row? In a row? Yeah, consecutive years. Bingo. See, you're off and rolling. It certainly won't get more difficult as we go on. Okay. How many bowl games have the Red Raiders now made in program history? I think the number was 41. Nice. There you go. Well done. Thank you, Matt Dowdy and the... Texas Tech Sports Information Department. I read the game notes yeah, at some point, but I've forgot, forgotten to be certain. That was a good thing to study. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Uh, of course, the Red Raiders are playing Cal 
tomorrow night in the Independence Bowl. There was uh, the first meeting and the only other meeting when you beat Aaron Rodgers and Marshawn Lynch with Sonny Cumbie. Uh, you won that one 45 to 31 in the Holiday Bowl. I need the year. Five. Oh. Four. <clears throat> yeah, 2004. There's a, okay. there's a miss. Did you know Texas Tech is one of only three schools in the Big 12, Jamie, to record a winning conference record in each of the past two seasons. Who are the other two schools? Really? Yeah, isn't that a... One of three. One of the three. last two seasons. Mm-hmm. So K-State has to be on that Bingo, list. there's one. Okay. Um, conference championship game last year was K-State and TCU. So we know it's not TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, this year it was Texas and Oklahoma State. Uh, I'll go Oklahoma State. You should have went the other one. It was Texas. Texas. It was Texas. Oh, man, two misses. So Oklahoma then. State. Yeah, Oklahoma State was below 500 last year. Okay. Okay, so if you were to beat Cal tomorrow night, it would make it not just three consecutive bowl appearances, but three consecutive wins. bowl wins. I get that one right. <laughs> As of now, how many times have you accomplished that feat? I'm going to guess it's below 500, but not by a ton. So I'll say 18. Let me re-ask, reword the question. How many times in your program history have you won three bowl games oh, in three consecutive okay. years? My bad. Sorry. No. Um, I have you all twisted up. Zero. Once. 2002 to 2004. Speaking of that uh, holiday bowl, that was the... Uh, the cap on it there, Jamie. How about the uh, the highest total? Just a couple more. You're almost through. You're doing so well. I'm failing miserably. <laughs> the highest total Texas Tech has scored in a bowl game was 55 points, and they did it twice, winning both games. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a point for each if you can tell me the opponents. Tangerine Clemson. One. Bingo. 2002. And did we do it in the game against... The air, the air force, and like the copper bowl. Yeah, like ninety six or ninety five. Man, yeah, Zebby Lethridge. You nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. How about the other side? Twice Texas Tech has scored thirty four in bowl game losses. So those are the highest totals you've scored when you've lost, uh, and you've done that twice. I need the opponents where you were on the wrong end. Scored 34 and lost. <clears throat> Ole Miss? 2009, Ole Miss in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. 47-34. 34 and lost. Give me a hint. Uh, think more recent. Don't, don't go way back. Oh, um, USF. 38-34 yeah. in the Birmingham Bowl, 2017. Yeah. Uh, what's that? You want one more? Okay, Jamie. What program has Texas Tech faced the most in its bowl game history? Faced the most in a bowl game? Ole Miss. Bingo. Four times. Yeah. There you go. 86, 98, 09, and of course last year in your Texas bowl win. Ah, what the heck. Extra credit. Uh, Tech's current bowl game record is 13-23-1. So I guessed 18 earlier. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Who did they tie? Who is the and one? Wait a minute. 13, 23, and one. You said this was our 40, 41st appearance. I did. I don't think that record's correct. I think I wrote down the wrong record. It is their forty-first appearance. Okay, so excuse me. So who's the you're one sixteen? Against... I think you're sixteen, twenty-three, and one. That would make sense. I think so. I think I just wrote down thirteen. Sorry, Arkansas math. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> the important thing is there is indeed a tie on there. For my time, I don't. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Nineteen seventy-four Peach Bowl, Vanderbilt, six to six, two field goals each. Tech, Tech had the uh, pain of having one blocked. Could have so, won it. Tomorrow's basketball game is decided. Yes. We get to claim the trophy of 74 Peach Bowl trophy. We win it. Oops. Could you imagine, like, Vanderbilt not even knowing it? And, and if you beat them, you're just like, we did win the 74 Peach Bowl. <laughs> Pretty good, Jamie. Actually, really good. I'm impressed. What Especially. Uh, we'll go back and we'll give you your percentage on the other side. Okay. I'll say a B plus. It is the end of the bench on 100.7. The score back with more next. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7. The score. It is the end of the bench on 100.7. The score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Lucas Wipe. Uh, I'll say behind the glass. He is still behind the glass, but uh, back at home base taking care of us. You can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all of that welcome. There we got this on the chat line. Uh, I heard Shreveport has an amazing pickleball scene. Uh, oh, we're, I apologize. I already read that one. And yeah. we, we are planning pickleball. Uh, Bullfighter said y'all will be... Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just kept on scrolling into things I've read. I apologize. Uh, hey, Clint, how is the donkey basketball scene in Shreveport? Fantastic. Is that something you've done before? Um, I have never, I wasn't old enough to partake in, but Mullenville, Kansas absolutely did that. They did that. Yeah. Um, and they'll wear like little shoes for the, you know, what it, you know any idea what it is? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. And they ride around on donkeys. And, and you play shoot. basketball. Yeah. yeah. It's a very small town thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do like a fundraiser. The one that came through Mullenville a couple of times uh, would make stops like in <laughs> other little towns. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> it's a blast. I was always mad mm-hmm. that it never came back when I was like old enough to be a player. Okay. Yeah. You've been great. You'd have been awesome. Oh, yeah. All state. Uh, I feel like Jamie is the only person that is hostile towards the sport of pickleball. A little envy coming from the tennis side of him, maybe. Um, I wouldn't say envy is the right word. Uh, first of all, I think that I would say that uh, Clint and I have Clint kind of jokes about my distaste for pickleball disdain really yes yeah i uh i don't I'm, i think it's great that people can exercise so animosity had, is probably a better word for had, it do i get frustrated when they take up they play pickleball on the tennis courts and they're in the way yes i do um and do i think it's a version of tennis where you just don't have to run yes i do and, do you get mad when they leave their tape yes I do. pure rage Yes, I do. Uh-huh. 
when they take their tape up and leave it there on the courts. Yes, pick up after yourself. What makes you angrier? This is a fun game uh, for one of us. That person or the didn't give me catch up like I asked person? <laughs> what makes you want to like use a bat more? <laughs> the 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 up person did not make me irate. I mean, I was able to fix that issue very easily. Just asked for the ketchup, and he gave it to me. Uh, the pickleball person has left their tape all over the courts and is gone. I, that can't be fixed. Because you murdered them? No. What do the, you mean they're gone? They littered and left. They're gone because of Jesus. <laughs> they littered and left. <laughs> They're no longer here. They're so, not... so the real the... athletes have to clean up for them. The real, <laughs> the real athletes. You can find that at Clint's T-shirt stand. Uh, I think my cousin's manning that right now. So you know, go find him. <laughs> uh, this from Big Huey. Did y'all road trip to Shreveport together? If so, what were the go-to road snacks? Jamie said, "I'm not allowed in a vehicle with him ever." <laughs> That's not what I said. Kind of. Clint needed to leave later than Josh and I did, so Clint mm -hmm. left later. Mm -hmm. Josh and I left earlier. Due to a threat of if, if you leave at the same time as I do in any way, shape, or form, you will not make it to Shreveport. The road to Shreveport will not be kind to you. And I said, okay. I, Josh, I don't think we had one single snack the whole way. There was nothing eaten except our meal. What's oh, oh okay. So you guys had I was gonna say we what's had a wrong meal. with you guys. That's an eight hour trip. Yeah, we had a meal and that was it. That was it. I like I had snacks like behind me, uh -huh. behind the driver's seat, but it's the vehicle's packed so full of equipment and stuff, we couldn't reach back there and get them. Man. Yeah, you know, put those more accessible. You got yeah, really. Yeah, I know that's that's really bad. On yeah. the on the uh, way back, when Josh is with you, they'll be right in the front seat. Well, Josh, I have I have bad news for Josh. We're gonna have to like tie him down in the back or something. <laughs> Hope it's a good weather day. I'm trading snacks for Josh <laughs> on the way home. Uh, some beef jerky got eaten in our mm. vehicle. Feels some like sunflower that seeds got. Feels eaten. like the beef jerky would give you bad breath. Beef, like give you jerky breath, beef breath. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Bad uh -huh. breath. Yeah. Bad breath. Bad beef breath. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of stuff. There's much worse things than beef jerky. Uh, I, I don't disagree with you there. Mine was cracked pepper, so maybe it gave me like pepper breath. Horse name. Uh, all right. It's the, the part of the show I have been waiting for. This is the whole reason I agreed to come to Shreveport and do the end of the bench. Lucas, time for a dad joke. It's now time for the dad joke of the day. I got some bowl game dad jokes for you. Are you excited? I'm super excited. I'm stoked. I'm pumped. I am giddy. Jamie, do you know where country artists who only sing about dinnerware perform? In the cereal bowl. The Grand Bowl Opry. Okay. That was not good. Lucas, do you not have any booze? Uh, I hear that's where Dolly Parton actually first sang A Bull Miner's Daughter. Oh, brother! That stinks! Hey, Texas State, Jamie, takes on Rice in the first responders bowl. Uh, but you know that there's actually a uh, another bowl game played directly after there at Gerald Ford Stadium in Dallas, Texas. 
It's the second responders bowl. Mm. Oh, what's that? Did you want uh, a couple more? You got it. Uh, the famous Idaho potato bowl, Jamie. It is a classic, an institution. Absolutely. In the realm of bowls. Blue turf field, beautiful surroundings of the state. Josh's head is already in his hand. I haven't even got there. Truly unique. Unfortunately, though, for Georgia State and Utah State, uh, there's rumors swirling that they might have to cancel the famous Idaho Potato Bowl this year. And I said the staff was just a little too fried. No escape. The only hope is the sweet relief of death. All right, Jamie, last one, last one. Rutgers and Miami will go head-to-head -head in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, uh, which is great because a lot of people were worried there wouldn't be a meaningful game played in that stadium in 2023. Says the Royal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have a bowl game to make fun of, so take that. Yankees fan. Truth hurts. Oh, come on. That one was that one was good. Surely there was a meaningful game there played there. I mean, I mean, like the Rangers and Astros played there, and if they had lost all the games, they wouldn't have tied for the division lead. Amen. See, it was meaningful for the other team. <laughs> I worked really hard on that. One, one day I'm going to have a team that wins. One day. One day. One day. Hopefully, it starts in February. You have any uh, dad jokes you'd like to tell? The floor is open for you. I I forgot my assignment to do dad jokes. Oh, okay. Lucas, do you have any that you would like to share with the class? How many chargers does it take to change a tire? <laughs> I don't know. One. Unless it's a blowout, in which case they all show up. Oh. Laugh at the pain. I wish I had. Laugh a, at the pain. I wish I had an offsides dad joke. <laughs> it would have been called back, anyways. Uh, it is the end of the bench on 100.7 the score and 107 the score dot com. Back with one net. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score. Back for one more here on the end of the bench. Thanks for hanging out with us. 100.7 The Score, uh, 107thescore.com, and the mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. We're also on Fox 34 News now and on YouTube. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Lucas White back at home base. We're live from the Courtyard Marriott on the boardwalk here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, I know it's not, you know, as close because it's really just outside of Thibodeau, Louisiana, but I listened to some Amos Moses on the way uh, across the border from uh, Texas to Louisiana to really get into the Cajun mindset. Amos Otis? Amos Moses. Oh. Named him after a man of the cloth. Called him Amos Moses. Amos Otis was a baseball player. Yeah, I was. I think he played not, for not, your team. I don't think it's about, I think it's about him. Oh, okay. It's disappointing. <laughs> it would be a better story if it was. Hey, well, no, it's a fantastic song. Um, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Raiders Dad. Clint, when does Murder the Reindeer and Squad take flight? Oh, yes, Murder the Rabid Wolf 
and the entire rabid wolf squad who are used as reserves for Santa if the reindeer go down. Oh. That's their replacement. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, this is on the chat line. The point I was trying to make was it seems that there's been very little buzz about this game. We as fans need to do better. Yes, it's not where we want it to be, but we all wait nine months every offseason for football to start. We get one more game to cheer on our guys. seems our fan base is looking down on this bowl game. I do agree with the, the buzz part of that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, even like through our shows through the weeks, like since it's been announced, we haven't really dove into Cal that much. We've gone into the bowl game some, but it's been more about, uh, hey, who's getting healthy? Hey, is Taj coming back? Transfer portal, recruit, um, keeping an eye. Yeah, keeping an eye on who's entering the transfer portal too. Yeah. Um, it's been more about that. Um, and then even like some of, hey, who's skipping the bowl game? Sure. Like, uh, it, it, so I completely agree with the, uh, with the uh, buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that and and as I, I said on the chat line i hope that both teams show up uh, as far as far as fan bases go and so it creates a great atmosphere and it is something that the players you know are enjoying playing in front of and it kind of gets them going and doesn't feel like hey we're in front of you know two thousand of our closest friends and family uh we got this bench warmers what is y'all's record in attending bowl games for Tech? I'm one to know. Want to know? Want to know? I am perfect. I am six and Banging eight. Banging a thousand. Ooh, six and eight. I think it took me to my fifth one before I got a W. What are you doing? Why don't you play better in the bowl games? Well, Attend know. better. I well, there was just a rough stretch for the Red Raiders when, right after I started becoming a Red Raider. Um, I came to Tech in 95. They won that bowl game. That mm-hmm. was the Copper Bowl one we talked mm-hmm. about earlier. But I did not go to that game. But I went to the next four, and they lost all of them. And then I didn't go to the Tangerine Bowl, and they won that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you would have thought at that point I just should have just stayed away forever, right? <laughs> yeah. But the next year I went to the Houston Bowl, and they won. So... Yeah, fifth try before I saw the Red Raiders win a bowl. Fifth try was the charm. Did you say that before? No, oh, I didn't. You should have. It would have helped. Uh, Benchwarmers, what young players do you think have breakout potential in the game tomorrow? Coy Aiken. Yeah. The first one for me. I feel like that's a good one. Yeah. Um uh, because uh, like some of the young players that I would have labeled that have already hit their breakout season yeah. this year. I'm excited to see. Um, I'm excited to watch Jacob Rodriguez again. Sure. I, I I talk. I, I really like. I don't love the. Uh, I guess to me, lack of consistency of the red shirt across all sports, but I love the red shirt ruling in football, and I do like with him specifically that you took advantage of that and didn't play him against Texas. And gave him that extra year, but you can come back in the bowl game. So I'm I'm excited to watch him because uh, he was going to be such a big part of your defense. Um, played lights out for the two quarters that he was able to against Wyoming. Came back and played well again. Yep. Um, so I'm excited to watch him uh, in that linebacking core have some snaps again. 
So I don't know if you could label him as a quote-unquote young that's, breakout. That's the position still. group I'm like really excited about leaning towards next year. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, him and Ben Roberts, yes. they're going to be an institution. That's what they'll call them. I like them. it. Yeah. I like it. Uh-huh. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, part of it is the opponent, Cal, is boring. Yeah, but at least they're a Power 5 school. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Do you have a hate for Cal for any reason? Are you Cal neutral? Because I've seen some, and I totally get it. I've seen like some animosity towards them. Um, you know, just this dating back to whenever the the Pac-12 kind of put their nose up at a lot of Big 12 schools, and sure. you were one of them, and it felt like they were certainly a part of that. Yeah, um, I, I do you don't have any. I don't particularly care for them. Don't root yeah. for them. I don't know that I would call it hatred. Um, I thought they overlooked us completely and disrespected us in that in that Holiday Bowl, and that's why we put it on them. We were more excited yeah. to be there, and um, I, I enjoyed that. I can't stand Marshawn Lynch. He went there. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers now bugs the crap out of me, and he went there. He didn't used to, but he does now. Wasn't uh, Wasn't Discount Double Check also a nickname of yours there for a while? No. You do the belt no. move right here. Yeah. I was kind of pulling for him when, you know, Coach Dykes was there and when Davis Webb was there. Yeah. But not anymore. It was always an odd, not an odd landing spot. It's just, I don't know. When when Webb was I'll, leaving, I didn't have. I'll tell you, I'm not really for the basketball team now. Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> uh, I don't think they're faint. Well. Do they have fans actually rooting for their basketball um, team at all? I don't think they have any. We went there for baseball one year, and it was the worst venue that I've ever seen the Raiders play in. Worse than New Mexico. Really? I know it's not great. And now they're like in debt with like the football stadium over there. Hey, the ACC is going to save them, though. Glad they got That's that great. invite over there. Right. Yeah, good. Uh, great, great for them. Uh, Cal is a hippie, liberal, commie, arrogant school. I think that's their full name, actually. <laughs> that doesn't seem very complimentary. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think the opponent of Cal being boring, I agree with you, one, that at least it's a Power 5 opponent, but I totally get the Cal side because I don't have any hatred for them because I just do not care. No. I just do not care. And as they go into a shifting... ACC schedule and layout. I'm more interested to see how they schedule things for yeah. travel than I am actually their <laughs> games. I just want to being, go badly. Being honest, yeah, I, I agree. Badly. Um, for the conference and for for Cal personally. I and you got the SMU side where they are essentially paying over there. I'm not rooting for this, but wouldn't it be hilarious if SMU won one of the sports, one of the big ones, year one in that conference? I wouldn't root for that. I'm not rooting for it, but I kind of think it would be funny. Like, Laugh women, through the annoyance. Women's lacrosse or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, that'll do it for us. Keep it right here on 100.7 The Score, though. Uh, we will hand it off to Choice Woodman and Chris Sneed. Uh, thanks to Lucas back at home base. Thanks to you for hanging out with us. Jamie, don't run too far. I'll see you again in three hours. Can't wait.
You don't have to worry about me running either because I just don't want to run. But uh, Josh, our Uber Eats vehicle is finally here. That's fantastic. Good. Exciting. Keep it right here for uh, the bottom line. Live from Shreveport. Have a great rest of your Friday. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.